Welcome to the Heart Ventures Podcast. I'm Dee Dee Morris. And I'm Krista McNally. And we're here to remind you about the importance of prioritizing adventure, whether near or far in your day-to-day life. So whether you're a seasoned traveler or someone who enjoys their wine with the side of wanderlust, you're in the right place. There you are. Hello. It's so nice to see your face. Oh my God. Nice to see you too, Dee Dee. I can't believe I met you like almost like two seasons ago. I know that's so weird. Don't even say that. That's so I gross know. that it's winter. I know. <laughs> kind of crazy. You guys can come down here if you get too cold. I'll be I'll be okay. here most of the winter. So if it gets crappy, nice. you are welcome. Nice. Nice to meet you, Chris. I heard so much about you. Yes, good to meet you. And so just tell our listeners where in the world are you? <laughs> okay um some friend i don't know if you said that before um and i am in ecuador right now i'm born and raised here and i am in quito i'm from the capital city and i'm visiting kind of escaping the winter for a bit and i'm eleven thousand feet up so it's really oh high that's so high yeah it's so high yeah like i danced on Saturday and my heart was going yeah, I bet. I was going to ask, does it take you, like, how long does it take you to kind of adjust to it? Mm, I think, like, now it's, like, three days. Um, okay. I mean, drinking wine as much as I do doesn't help, but it's typically, like, three <laughs> days until my body's, like, okay, we're, we're in the right place. Yeah. 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 So then how, what is your connection to Nova Scotia? Nova Scotia and New Brunswick. So um, the Maritimes have, like, the biggest piece of my heart so I moved to university in New Brunswick um to like learn English and just like go to school um I grew up in a family where they're very like you gotta go to school abroad you have to learn um my dad worked for the UN my mom all of us have just traveled their whole lives so it was part of like what you do when you turn 18 and I didn't know where to go. And I found a Canadian penny before I moved to Canada. I just thought it was a sign. And then I applied to New Brunswick to this small school called St. Thomas and uh, got accepted, moved. And I've been there 13 years. Like I've lived in Halifax okay. and I New Brunswick. Um, but yeah, I've been in Canada. Yeah. 13. Yeah. But I you have it. to tell people the story that you told us at Chanel's retreat about where you first landed. Oh, you came to Canada. that's so embarrassing. <laughs> um, it's the story so- ever. News. I forgot about it. Um. Okay. So there's St. <laughs> there's St. John's, Newfoundland, and then there's like St. John, New Brunswick, without the S. And yeah. I don't know, like it was like St. John on Canada and I was saying John Canada when you're like booking on Expedia and mom was like okay like you know let's just like book quickly like it's gonna be cold and like it was my second like semester and I landed in friggin St. John's like Newfoundland thinking that I was gonna be in St. John New Brunswick and my roommate was outside like the airport and she's like I'm here like this is January she's like I'm picking you up where are you and I'm like I'm here like can't see you and anyways, like we did some back and forth and then the guard, like the security guard at the, at the airport was like, I was like, do you know how far to St. Thomas University? Like, I'm just going to take a cab at this point. And then he's like, St. Thomas, like, he's like, that is going to take you like 20 hours on a ferry. <laughs> and I'm like, what the hell? So, 
Air Canada, they felt so bad. And also my English was so choppy. I felt like they're like, oh my God. So they shipped me back to Toronto. And then I made it to Fredericton. I was wearing Toms and just like a hoodie because I thought I'm just going to land <laughs> in someone's car. And turned out that's how I, um, I discovered Newfoundland. And I love it there too. Wow. That's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> and when was that? Uh, 2010. Do you know that in Austria, at in the airport in Austria, they have a desk for travelers who have landed in Austria instead of Australia? No, but I'm not. <laughs> does that make you feel better? <laughs> yeah, it does. It also, someone told me when I landed, they're like, oh, this happens in, um, what's the city in Nova Scotia? Sydney. There has been yeah. people that land in Sydney, Nova Scotia, instead of like, Sydney sit like Australia oh my god that's so bad so bad yeah yeah (laughs) imagine (laughs) yeah I think mine were both in Canada and it was both in the winter and I made some new few friends that are for life yeah (laughs) are you serious in that mistake you made the new few friends yeah in that mistake I made the new few friends on my way back um like on my way back on my flight back to Toronto and I like was telling people's story and then he was like do you mind if I like interview you for it he was like studying something and uh writing for I think it was the CBC and mm-hmm. I was like yeah maybe and my friends up to date I think they have the recording somewhere and they like bugged me up to date wow that's amazing <laughs> so awesome and then maybe story. just explain to people how you guys ha- met each other yeah do you want to do that you do it, Didi. <laughs> okay. Um, so I signed up to go to a, re- a retreat at Milford House, uh, which was being hosted by Chanel Jefferson. And um, I got there. And I think you did you get there a little bit later? Yeah. Than so everyone? Like- yeah. Yeah. And um, Fran was my roommate, my cabin mate. Oh, yes. At Milford House. Yes. And there we were a pretty small group. I think there was only six of us. And uh, we definitely bonded over wine, which was lovely. I was going to say, like, <laughs> he was my wine mate because I had yes. <laughs> but I this one uh, was very like wellness focused. And like, I don't know, you just yeah. like never know what how people would feel about those things. And Didi's like, well, I have a couple of bottles of wine and I have like three different ways to make coffee in the morning and I'm like great so I'm gonna be caffeinated and gonna have some wine so yeah we were in the same cabin and it was great like we were going through like similar things but totally different times in our lives yeah yeah it was really great yeah yes and then and then I found out that your mom has well your family owns like a retreat space in Ecuador and I was like of course, I was like, oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> connections. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, it's so fun. And it's so interesting that you said that because they just finished a retreat here. And it was a photography retreat. My mom just hosted it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Mom, I'm going to I'm going to the cottage tomorrow. I should um, send you guys some pictures. But yeah. I was like, you should connect with Kristen Didi. They're freaking cool. And they're like females like making it happen because moms work with males primarily um and I'm like very like girl power um so (laughs) I I wanna I wanna show you guys when we're there it's very self 
sustained and um, we have some horses and it's just anything that you want to create in the retreat sort of happens in that house. So whether you want to do like um, photography or textile photography or uh, anthropology photography, or if you just want to like eat well and hike, like there's a few different avenues and Didi was like, well, we've never been to South America. And I'm like, well, come yeah. over. I can't wait to plan that one. That'll be really exciting. Yeah. Does she have a name for the retreat center? So that she has a name for the, it's a bed and breakfast. And then you host the retreat, like she hosts the retreat or I'll I'll host it. Or there's people like adventures where you use the venue and um, the food and just the experience there. Um, But yeah, I'll send you all the information. It's the name of the place is Paso Chua And it's also like, right in the middle of the Andes. So you're like 11,000 feet up, a little bit under. So we make sure that our guests kind of laid low for the first couple of days before there's any real movement. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's necessary. And did you you grow up in that area? Uh, No, I grew up in the city. So I grew up kind of like, like, if we kind of compare Toronto and Ecuador, or Canada and Ecuador, I grew up in like the Toronto of Ecuador. And then this is like an hour away. So we're back and forth a lot. We, my parents purchased that when I was a little girl. And I remember like, obviously not liking going to like an empty lot and like just being in nature every weekend. And it's funny, like Mm -hmm. as time goes by and the more that I live abroad and I'm like, I can't wait to just go and sit by the fire and be home my brother-in-law's partner is grew up in Panama and it was the same kind of situation. They would always go on the weekends or on vacation to the land that they own. And she hated it as a teenager. And now she's building a house there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm like, I just want to be quiet and not bothered. And I guess that's also why I ended up from like a, four million people person city or people city I think it's people right four million people city yeah, yeah. and yeah. then I moved to Fredericton New Brunswick um and I <laughs> you know, I tell my friends here you know they're all like studying different things and living in you know New York and just bigger areas and I'm like oh no like I have deer in my backyard like my neighbor mm-hmm. hunts and there's hanging moose like <laughs> like in, in the fall so um and I love that. <laughs> yeah, so um, the, the peace and quiet. I guess you guys are in an area like that too in Nova Scotia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very quiet. Yeah, yeah, we're both just outside of Halifax, so in a little, on a little like, com- in a community. But it's like th- I think there's a sign on the road that says we're in a community, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> Like there's nothing here, <laughs> but surrounded by beautiful yeah. beaches. Yeah, yes, exactly. That's true. Yeah, and beautiful people. Like so many, there's so many amazing people out here. I'm curious to know what what are your early childhood memories of adventures? I feel like there's yeah, there's a lot. Like I feel like it's definitely like in my in my DNA. So my father, he worked for the United Nations since we were like kids. So he's a doctor and he um, run different programs. So like UNICEF or UNAIDS or, you know, different programs like that. So I remember like being born in Ecuador and then 
at like four years old, I was living in Washington, D.C., and he was working for George Washington University and in connection with the U.N. there. And my mom is a fiery woman. So that's it's always <laughs> been. Yeah, like we've always traveled. Um, so I I can't say I'm that kind of like only person in my family that's traveled and they do their nine to fives. Like, no, we all travel um a lot like my older sister decided to go to school in brazil and then my younger sister went to school in chicago and i went to fredericton yeah so that i think that would be my my first sense of adventure i think it it was definitely um i, I was like plugged in with that sense of wanting to travel i think once i turned 30 i started to want to like settle down a little more and like buy a house and like actually go to Homesense and make the house cute like which is weird for me mm -hmm. um I love it now but I've always been mm -hmm. I, I have no problem like grabbing a suitcase and like going and I don't have a return ticket right now for example mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah. so do you own a home in New Brunswick I do now yeah uh, so I bought a house in New Brunswick because exactly the reason I was telling you, I kind of COVID happened. And then I was like, I really feel like I need to be rooted. Like everyone talks about being at home and being bored all the time. And I'm like, well, my lease is going to be up and what's the project. And I think for a lot of us in COVID, it was kind of like control the controllables. Like we realized how little control we have over everything. So for me, it was like, I want to, I want to own a piece of land where I can rest my head and feet and, you know, make my pasta at the end of the day. So I purchased mm -hmm. an old, um, old military home there and I made it a project like during COVID and towards the tail end of COVID to flip it around just with the economic landscape at the time. I'm like, well, this is all I can afford. I'm 30 and I'm buying an old home and I'll, I'll make it work. So um, I'll send you guys some pictures of the of the aftermath now. When yes, we will put them in the show notes because we really like to send people to the show notes to get visuals of what everyone's talking about. So anything you want to send that we chat about would be great. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. Yeah. So to answer your question, I know I talk in like I'll talk about a million things at the same time, but I do own a home now. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so is somebody is someone living there while you're in Ecuador? Um, yeah, like I, I also have a partner now who's also a bit of a right. traveler so that works mm -hmm. great. Um, so yeah, he's living there and, um, taking care of all the things that I didn't know they had to take care of when you owned a home, like, I don't know, the leaves and the snow and <laughs> he's doing that right now. And I'm here and, um, hopefully he'll come down soon. He's finishing his studies. Mm -hmm. So once he's done, then he'll be here. Yeah. Has there been any? Has there been a, like a specific trip that you can like think of that has changed you in some way or like brought awareness to something for you? Yeah, um, I was thinking about this because I read some of your questions earlier and I'm like, I feel I know this sounds so cheesy, but I do feel like every trip happens for a weird reason even if it's like I never want to go to that country ever again <laughs> then it's like an indicator of what are my triggers like why don't I like that place um but I think for me um South Africa Cape Town was huge um we mm -hmm. went for a wedding um 
with my with my boyfriend's lineman and we yeah it was kind of like a crazy wedding destination the bride was from cape town or she is from cape town um and i i know that you know we hear about africa and you're like there's this whole dichotomy not to get overly political but you know being there um really put into perspective just just how can like privileged we are like i typically Mm -hmm. you know i i moved to canada and i moved to canada and you know went to private school and my family was helping me and whatnot so that was great and in ecuador it's a third world country so people that are really privileged are really privileged and if you're not you're Mm -hmm. not and then the middle class is really small um Mm -hmm. but you can kind of tell and um you have enough resources where you can live uh you can live a life, a healthy life, even if you're not earning much. But in mm-hmm. Africa, it was really, um, it was really an eye opener. And, mm-hmm. um, and it was based on color too, which was something different for me. Because yeah. when I moved to Canada, everyone's like, oh my God, like your skin's so olive and pretty. And I'm like, well, it's like born like this. I don't know. I'm not tan, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> I'd always get like, I was like, no, just born brown and this it but in in Africa I, I felt like it's that mattered a lot um so mm-hmm. that was like a shocker for me but also put into perspective like just the world like I I felt like I I learned like history through doing that like typically I travel for different reasons but that one was like oh like colonization like happened in this places and like it's still like an kind of like an ongoing thing and I loved it and I people are were super kind and it was a great eye-opening trip um but -hmm. I think that would have been one that like really shook the two of us Hmm. right yeah 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 I I think that would have been it and I mean obviously like just flying to Canada with like two suitcases and not speaking the language and like hoping for the best that was like the trip of my life (laughs) you didn't speak English before 2010 no, like Krista, I knew like, like, excuse me, sir, where's the bathroom? Like, I'm hungry. Like, I could survive, but I, I definitely couldn't. Like, Canada, like Canadians are so sarcastic; it's hilarious. Like, like I remember the first time I asked someone, like, "How are you?" and they're like, "Oh, not too bad." And I was like, "Oh my god, so you're not good? Like, why not to? Like, you're bad, but you're not that bad. Like, what's going on?" And like, everyone says, "Not too bad," all the time. <laughs> you know, the elephant in the room, like we have to address the elephant in the room. And it's like, what elephant? Like what? So things like that. We're like, what? Like you, you learn, like it takes forever to, <laughs> to learn. Like it, I feel like every week I, I learn something. And it's funny because yeah. my boyfriend's like yeah. half American. And so he has his own little uh, like sayings. And I mean, the East Coast, like whereabouts are you going fishing and hunting this weekend? And it's like, Sure, let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, uh. when I was in Italy uh, in 2019, I was ordering pizza for us, and the guy asked me if I wanted it to go or in, and um, I don't know if I answered him the first time, but so then he asked me again. He said, "Is this to go?" And I said, "Yeah, no, for sure." And he just looked at me and okay? was like, "Sorry, is that an answer?" <laughs> because in in in, like in Canada we say yeah no for sure all the time as a like yeah that's our yes (laughs) 
And he was like, are you crazy? Yeah. That was a yes and no and a for and I, sure. Like, love <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Because they're, they just like, no, like there's, I mean, this can be a little PG, but like there's so many um, definitions for like shit. Like if people say like, holy shit or shit, that's good or ape shit or yeah. horse shit. Like so many like things that go with shit. And you're like, but how, <laughs> when did y'all decide that like, like bullshit is different than like horse shit? Like who talks? <laughs> this is so cool to hear this perspective, and I admire you so much. Like, wow, for immersing yourself. Um, I'm sure, like, you can go. Like, I'm sure there's like a Google. I don't know, like an urban dictionary that like tells you all about oh, it. Yeah, but, like, I totally know what you mean. I was kind of like, you can say shit with like parents in certain occasions, but like none other occasions. Like, but like the same word. Um. I honestly should have a list and put it in the fridge because there's a lot of a lot of them. Yeah. So that that was probably yeah. that's been my biggest adventure, like moving to the East yeah. Coast as an 18 year old, like literally hundred dollars. I had a hundred dollars in my yeah. bag. And of course, knowing <laughs> me, I liked the first shirt that said like, welcome to Canada at the airport. And that was like forty five dollars for the hoodie. So then I had like fifty five left for the rest of the <laughs> for the my next allowance. <laughs> um so yeah there's that so do you think that the traveling that you did with your family must have somewhat given you enough bravery to come to Canada on your own at 18 not speaking any English that must have helped you definitely definitely and I mean looking back when I think about it I'm like holy shit <laughs> like what was I thinking like that's insane or like I don't know do you like you have two girls like you're probably thinking like mm -hmm. can I picture them like moving to a whole new continent not speaking the language and like without like yeah look at my mom and I'm like what were you thinking um but I do I I never regret it like I know for sure yeah yeah I don't regret it I I've learned so much by being like uncomfortable. Like, I think that's my biggest thing yeah. a little bit. Just like be uncomfortable, get out of your comfort zone. Sounds cheesy. And like meet people that you're like, we would have never been friends in high school. <laughs> because yeah. That really gives you like life and perspective. So wouldn't do it any other way. Um, yeah. But it, it's there's been, been a few there's been a few people who have said that specifically, actually, like they meet people that they never would have been friends with in high school while they're traveling or like just in university or you know living in an in a situation where you're just thrown together and you have to figure out how to get along I love that yeah yeah I think that's what I love about retreats the most by the way I'm coming to your retreat yeah. this upcoming year I'll tell you which one um but yeah like <laughs> Um, we only have one that has availability so well, I'm the way to for all of them <laughs> but I want to go to which has availability but what's fun is like yeah even in that retreat where we met Didi like I we have all the girls I have all those girls on Instagram and yeah. it really felt like a community and I touched base with two of them recently like how are you feeling in this last six months because we typically live if a place like that or a yeah. circle like that with an intention like you go to heal or grow or learn yes. or and you leave you go with an intention and you leave with the new intention so it's it's so cool the bonds yeah. like I mm -hmm. I love it and I also feel yeah it's so special when it's just girls yep 
Yes. Yeah. Like it I, really I love that one. And I mean, that's a women. Friend, I need to ask you because I'm in not a similar situation, but so I, I live away from my family, but granted they're only a few provinces over, not miles and miles like you are from your family. Yeah. So I'm, and, and I can, so you're in Ecuador now and just the way you talk about your mother and your siblings, like with that love, how do you balance isn't the right word, but how do you, how are you at peace with living away from your family and the life that you have created and wanted to create for yourself? Oh my God, that's such a hard question. That's such a good question too. Um, And to be honest with you, like Canada is so huge that a few provinces away, it's the same distance probably as what I am here. Like it's not as easy to travel inside mm-hmm. of Canada. So it maybe, yeah, not in a different country, but like yeah. you do feel, and I'm speaking for myself, like you, you do feel those like absences on Sunday, you know, or there's like a Tuesday where you're like, like, oh, I wish I could be just buying Christmas, random Christmas decorations with like my mom or my sister. Right. Like, um, so that's a, I think that's mm-hmm. like a, an interesting dance that I have to balance every, every month. Like, I don't think there's like a particular like answer for that. I think it's something that you work through and, you sort of like we like my mom and I have a thing where we make it kind of a priority to have coffee in the morning so because it's those little things where you're not doing anything important like where you don't want to talk about this major conversation but you just want to have coffee in the morning well you know you prepare yourself an egg or whatever right so those things are really important um, to me and then making it a priority to see them every year and I think if anything, the thing with like knowing that you love mm-hmm. your family members so much, but you chose a life where you're so far and my older sister did the same. She has a baby in Brazil um, is also that you're never the same when you see each other again. Mm. Like even if each other every like six months or mm-hmm. a year, like you come back and as much as you talk and have Instagram and are in each other's lives, like you're different. <laughs> so it's those things, right? Being able to to tell each other, like, hey, like you've gone a little like triggery about certain things, or and I mean they're not easy conversations to have. Um, but I think that honesty yeah. and that trying to keep the day to day for me has been key. And quite frankly, like my friends are my family now. Like I like I miss my mom and I miss my mm-hmm. sisters a lot. Um but yeah, my friends in Canada have become like, I'm like, hey, I have a flat tire. Like, I have no idea what to do. And so typically I'd call my dad. Um, but you you have to find that community. And those yeah. are the people that you're like, I never thought that you would be like this whole thing for me. And that that community is so important. And someone mm-hmm. from home too. Like one of my best friends is from Columbia in Fredericton. And mm. so she's. Yeah. And that's super important, you know, find people that I can speak Spanish with and I can just be like, oh, can we just make an arepa, which is one of our foods and like sit down and do nothing. But yeah, it is it's hard to be away from it's hard to be <laughs> away from home and it's hard to continue to make the decision and build. Like when I bought my house, I was like, holy crap, this is feeling pretty permanent. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
And with Didi, we had this conversation mm-hmm. too. I'm like, wow, when I have kids, like that's when it'll feel like I'm so far away from home. Um, but yeah, friends become your community. And yeah. I'm lucky that I have a really supportive family, but so many people are in our situations. I think it's important to be close to friends that understand what it's like to be away from your nest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be- yeah. All of your friends are like yeah. having Sunday dinners and suddenly you're like walking around Costco every Sunday by yourself. And that'll feel really lonely. But if you, if you're your friend's <laughs> family too, <laughs> then it's, yeah, that was a very specific example. Has that happened to you? <laughs> Walking around Costco feeling no, lonely? Well, honestly, like, you're, I'm like, oh my God, like, this is so weird. Like, I'm so far. Yeah. How far are you from? Uh, my family is in Montreal. And then a lot of one of my sisters and a lot of friends in Toronto. One thing that I have found that works for me these last few years is that I've been going to Montreal and staying for like four weeks versus just like a week or a weekend. And in that month, I feel like I can truly settle in and see all the people I want to see and like their space. So that's worked for me to still feel that connection. Yeah. I find like I avoid going coming home for Christmas because it is so hectic and it's not real life. It's so right. hectic We're invited into activities and events and things like that. And it's just too crazy. And mm-hmm. you don't feel that like day to day that I was talking about. So I agree with you. Like I like going for like longer periods of time. Like I'll be here till like mid November and then I'll come yeah. back in January or, or February. Um, but yeah, like I, I like coming in those like more like off months. Yes. Yeah, yeah that's you- exactly what we were doing. Like I was going in May or June and just like helping my mom set up her garden, but mm-hmm. then still getting to go out for dinner and go for walks and stop in at my aunts and uncles. And like, yeah, it's just the best. Yeah. Yeah. And getting to like, I don't know, just like kind of find your new favorite coffee shop from like that area that you don't only get to have coffee there once, but you can actually go there multiple times. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Those things are so important. And being like being in the living room quiet with somebody that's like a family member, there's nothing like it. Like yeah. just being. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a really good example, actually, of feeling like your home is just being in a space with somebody and not having to talk. So nice. Yeah, Yeah. because I never shut up, so it's nice to be quiet. (laughs) Bren, what's on your exploration (laughs) wish list? Mm. Scotland's one of them. Um, Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Um, So exploration, you mean like for countries or just life? Yeah, I think. uh, Or yeah, I feel like life would be interesting. (laughs) Life would be. Yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, this is going to sound crazy, but I would love to just like live like a diplomatic life so be like an ambassador or or maybe my partner to be an ambassador and be the wife of the ambassador I would love that (laughs) but um (laughs) to move to a country in that um in that capacity for like two weeks 
Mm -hmm. um, I don't think I could do it for much longer because I just I'd like to be off grid for a while. But um, Scotland's there. Ireland is one of those two. Um, I really want to do the Patagonia. I really, really want to do that. Um, Mm -hmm. yes. One of the really cool places I've been to is Galapagos Islands. That's like totally ah. random. Like people don't go there as often. <laughs> so that's that's kind of close to you, it's isn't really, it? It's actually an Ecuadorian um island. It's Ecuadorian island. So yeah, it's really close to me. Um, yeah. but yeah, that's one of those places that people kind of think about and they like never do it. But that to me would be Patagonia. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. What yeah. about you? But you, just hearing you say Galapagos Island, I feel like that's always been on my list. Okay. Yeah. And then, you know, like, so just with South America on my mind, and I don't know if this would actually be worth seeing, but like, I was always drawn to those big structures on Easter Island. What ones? Like the big faces. Oh, I know. is it on Easter Island? Yeah, that's what it's called. Really? Although I did get to see one up close because there was one in Chile, I believe in Santiago or somewhere, maybe Valparaiso. Yeah. 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 I love Chile too, eh? It's a cool country. Very cool. Yeah. Didi, what about you? Oh, like the entire world (laughs) is on my list. (laughs) Except for China. I really don't ever need to go back to China. I feel I feel good about that. Really? I've never been there. I've actually never been to Asia. I probably Oh mm-hmm. really? I've been to Yeah, there's some there's some places in Asia I would really like to get to. I would really like to go to Indonesia. Oh, in Asia and Japan. I would really love to go to Japan. Vietnam for me. Um mm-hmm. Is it? And yeah. Laos. My brother-in-law has been to Vietnam and it looks so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. La- Laos looks yeah. amazing too. Yeah. I'd yeah. like some sort of like um culinary experience there. Like I'd like yeah. to like go. Yes. Yeah. I'm kind of like, I like to travel with a purpose. Like I've been to resorts and everybody gets married like in a resort and blah, blah, blah. But like, I can't, like I can't go and sit and drink margaritas for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Sounds great. I can't another country and do that. No, no. Um, so I need something else to do. Yeah, yeah, I need to learn something from the plays or like really get to see it. Like, yeah. to, like once you're like with locals and they like welcome you with open arms, like it's just a different world. That's that's one thing that we do here. Yeah, exactly. At the bed and breakfast, it's like you're having like like a typical Ecuadorian experience. Like you, you're not. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's amazing. Yeah. How do you how do you invite uh adventure into your everyday life? That's not like travel oriented kind of adventure. I mean, you did talk about your buying your house. That's a pretty big adventure. That was a big adventure. <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, I feel like not in a weird way, but I like rarely say no. Um. Like mm. to any like you know, weird thing. Like, let's go axe throwing. Sure. Like, let's go kayaking. Let's go. Like, my friends are going to Montreal and they have like an extra seat in the car. Let's go. I rarely say mm-hmm. no. And one thing that I learned too in this, like, ma- I took a course that's in Spanish. So I can say it in Spanish. It's called like magnetism. It's like magnetic kind of like, it's kind of like manifesting, but like in a magnetic way. 
Mm -hmm. um, was about money. And because I, you know, like I never, my parents were comfortable, but I never had like a mattress that I could, that I knew that I could fall on in terms of like cash, where I was like, I can just travel. So I always was thinking just like, wherever you go, like whoever comes over, like invite them, like couch surfers, like stay at my place, like I'll be able to stay at yours at some point. And so, and I was never like afraid of like not having money or the resources or anything like that. Cause you do like your connection is your cash. Like that's kind of mm-hmm. the way that I've like lived that it's, I guess like my adventurous way. Like I don't really, even if someone looks a little bit, I'm like, okay, you have a pretty colorful background. Like, I don't know if this is really safe. Like chances are I will sit down and have a beer with them at a bar um so I rarely mm-hmm. say no except for obviously there's there's like dangerous dangerous situations like you have like into yeah but yeah I think that's something that I do a lot like we're not afraid of like cooking from you know from different places like we go to grocery stores from all over um our friends mm-hmm. also kind of from all over like keep relationships that's something that I do a lot too like I maintain like relationships yeah. that are like like that guy from the plane, like random. Um, and then you, <laughs> you know, you have each other on Facebook and then it's like, Hey, like I'll be in Newfoundland in a couple of weeks. Um, so things, yeah. like that, I, I think it's like, I'm always hungry for life. Like buying a house was an exciting and a very, um, stressful and scary chapter. Cause I was kind of feeling like, is this it? Mm-hmm. Like, does this make me a grown up? And do I have to like <laughs> stay here? Um, but there's <laughs> there's ways that you can like profit from your home um and it does get around yeah. without making you like this like adult that's just gonna like mow the lawn every other day like no so <laughs> yeah I think that was like my big sense of adventure like buying a house was huge um yeah they like my boyfriend is from like he's from the states but his grandfather was um he was a refugee here like a long time ago so he's not afraid of like different cultures and meeting people and yeah I think the partners that we choose are so important in like supporting our I feel the three of us have very adventurous hearts so that those partnerships yeah. and people that like want to like push us to to continue to feel uncomfortable and like be our homes like that's mm-hmm. been super important you know who I pick to spend my life with now and hopefully the rest of my life do you consider yourself an introvert or extrovert (laughs) Um, I'm an introvert extrovert you would you would be so surprised to see all the conversations that I have inside my brain that don't come out um but like yeah (laughs) like I'm not scared to just like go and like talk to anybody or you know I'm not afraid of that Mm -hmm. but I do get in my head a lot um mm-hmm. yeah because I know that you do the Enneagram so what do you think <laughs> you well so me? no the I I just had a feeling because I think that outwardly you prevent you present as an extrovert right like a lot of energy feed off of people and then I also get curious like okay is this is this true or does she need her alone time does she need to retreat totally totally I need my alone time like it's not like a persona the because I remember learning about masks, like we all have like our masks and the persona that we want to portray. Like, I definitely like can socialize and, you know, I have no problem being like, whatever you ask me, like, I'll be an open book. Rarely I like think too much about like a polished answer. 
but like by nine o'clock, like I'm good to go home. <laughs> like I'm ready to go home. I love my coffee alone. Like do not talk to me. Don't bug me. Like that's what I like doing alone. I can like stare at like a green field or water or a beach forever. Um, so yeah, I do need to recharge, um, often. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm definitely have a lot of conversations in my head. My brain has a friend that is like the other side of my brain. Like that never shuts up, but like my mouth sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That is awesome. That's such a good way to explain it. <laughs> Do you have a, an upcoming adventure planned? Yeah. Um. I do. Funny enough. Okay. So we're going to Dominican, not a resort. Um. I lived in Dominican Republic when I was like ten. Again, with like dad's job. So. It's going to be interesting to go as an adult. We have another mm-hmm. wedding, um, not doing the whole resort thing, but I feel like I'm going to see all the places that I used to go to as a kid and like and enjoy and like do that. And I'm bringing my partner to meet like my whole that side of the family. So mm, that's cool. a bit of an adventure. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's met um, all of us and we're a lot of energy, like three females, <laughs> very similar to me so he's like you girls are nice for the first like 20 minutes you're all love and then someone disagrees with someone and like let there be blood so <laughs> um <laughs> so now it's like that time like i have like six cousins that are all females too oh my so it'll be God. interesting yeah he's like the only guy in his family like it's like <laughs> his sister and it's like they're like super like yoga dalai lama like peace and love not um so yeah that's that's an adventure that I'm I'm excited about and I'm I love my job I talk to Didi a lot about that I love my job I love what I do but I am working on some stuff that's a little bit more entrepreneurial so mm. you guys stay okay. tuned but yeah okay wait so you that's... gotta tell so what is your job and then what are you thinking yeah. entrepreneurially which is not a word okay so <laughs> okay so I've worked for eight years for the Toronto Film School. So I've been working in admissions, um, primarily helping people that are wanting to get into industry from like an acting standpoint, film production and screenwriting. So they do auditions with me, I hold their interviews and I get pretty close with my students that then become my clients. Like it's like we really build those strong relationships. It's a scary career to get into when you want to get into the arts um and I mean you both know like when you want to be a freelancer so I'm Mm -hmm. kind of like their cheerleader of like do it like you have like you have it in you and if you're wanting to act right now you're going to want to act in 10 minutes and you're going to in 10 years and not and you are going to regret not having an agent and doing it so um yeah I love that and I've been doing it for a while and obviously like climbing the corporate ladder and moving and shaking there and it's been great and I lived in Toronto for a while there that was a wild experience to kind of like from New Brunswick to like being recruited there to like stilettos every day and working with cameras and sets and Mm -hmm. so that was really cool and then during COVID I moved back um yeah that's been great and I've learned a lot about the industry um 
but I feel like uh, the corporate world for me is great, but I, I kind of want to do it on my own. Mm. You know what I mean? So maybe agents, agency, like, and I, I'm really focused on wellness and I like, um, yeah, building relationships, wellness. I do yoga a lot. I meditate, mm. like all the things, um, eat well, I'm kind as much as I can. <laughs> and so <laughs> all those things, I think um, I've, I've built enough of a skill set through marketing and networking and sales to be able to kind of combine both. I think it's really important if you are in the arts to look after yourself. Yes, you're expressing yourself through your work every day, which mm -hmm. I mean, the arts allows you to do that more than like if you're like a investment banker or you're working on cybersecurity, yeah. obviously you do more of that, but um, it's also crazy how hard we are on ourselves um, as artists, or yeah. like how hard our artists are on themselves and on themselves. Like, not only like, you know, am I gonna sell my next product, but like, you know, am I enough? If there's a lot of comparison. There's a yeah. lot of families not supporting their children going into the arts. So, mm -hmm. with my psychology background, I find like. I get into those really hard heart conversations with my clients and with my students. So I would like to do like, I don't know, I would like to dig more into that and um, develop a program where we look after our health. So it's called, it's like safe and effective use of self. So if you ever done any psychology, it's yeah, it's safe and effective use of self um, for artists, for photographers, artists, chefs, chefs mm -hmm. are artists, um, actors, actresses, screenwriters, um, working with like writers, blockage, why? I mean, there's a war right now. People are affected by that. They don't know what's going on. They don't know why they can't act. So mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of that, like eating well, managing your money. Like, yeah. you know, there's a lot of, I mean, arts can be really profitable, but if you can't manage your funds, that can be tricky too. So yeah. I think I want to combine wellness and art and uh, be able to do more one-on-ones, but I'm, I need yeah. a little bit more education under my belt, but yeah. I want to call myself an expert. Yeah. Wow. What a vision. Yeah. It's amazing though. It's I guess a that's a, idea. that's an adventure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. When you travel, do you have any uh, like rituals or tricks that you do for traveling? Yeah, I'm very last minute uh, <laughs> person. So for those that are like, I've been packing for two weeks and like ordering my stuff from Amazon, like I'm definitely not your girl. I could probably learn from you. I <laughs> typically like I go, I go to shoppers like the day before I travel, I have my little bottles of like shampoo, conditioner, all that stuff. I just like fill them. Um, I have like my pre-made, like I have a bag that's always like pre-made because I have to travel to Toronto a lot for work. So, mm -hmm. you know, you have like your essentials there. Um, but I typically like before I leave the house, now that I live with, now that I have a partner, I feel like I don't have as much responsibility as to what I have to do before I leave the house but right even for myself I'm not really a religious person but it's funny like I'm very spiritual so before I leave I look at the house I look at all the corners of my house I'm like you know 
thanks for being my space. Like, I'll be back. Uh, wish me oh, luck. I like, love I that. do. Yeah, I do kind of like a prayer. Like, I'm not religious, but I do do a prayer because that is that is your home. Like, yeah. no matter how much you love the place you're visiting or your travels, there's always a time or two or three where you're like, oh, I can't wait to be home in my own bed. Mm -hmm. So I really always kind of thank that space. And now that Simon is there always, I really am like, frig, like, thanks for being here. And thanks for being like this space that I can like come home to. Mm -hmm. So aside from like doing like a last minute shoppers run um, and like <laughs> packing everything there, I do. Um, I do do that. Um mm -hmm. I love that. What a beautiful ritual. Yeah, I'm pretty intentional about that. And I have my little necklace. This like comes with me everywhere. I have my teddy bear. His name is Arthur and he comes with me everywhere too. Tell us about your necklace. My necklace. So my grandfather on dad's side of the family gave me this. That's a little F. It's like a gold F. And then funny enough, I'm not religious, but my family is. So that's a virgin with all my initials in the back. And I just keep yeah. it with me. <laughs> yeah, Not religious, but my name yeah. is Maria Francesca for like yeah. Virgin Mary. But no, I'm not. I, I moved to Canada and I've been doing my own thing and we didn't yeah. grow up like practicing anything. Yeah. So I, I do have that spiritual side. Mm -hmm. What's the story behind Arthur? Oh, he's so freaking cute. Um, Mom brought him to me. It's like, um, it's he's like a beanie uh, teddy. And do you guys remember Arthur? Like the show? The oh, cartoon? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess. Well, in Ecuador, we didn't watch a lot of, like, American shows. But we had Arthur and we had the Rugrats. And so Arthur was the name of one of the car the characters I watched. Oh, and yes. mom came to visit. Like, she went back to Washington and she, like, she went to Washington to see my dad. And then she came back home and she brought me Arthur. I would have been, like, probably, like, seven at the time. And I'm 31 now. So Arthur's been around. I've only had to sew him yeah. once. Wow. He's lived he's through a around. lot of adventures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Arthur comes with me. That's amazing. Yeah. We'll need a picture of Arthur and your necklace, please. Because I just think those are beautiful visuals, you know? For sure. Yeah. And I mean, lately that I work from home, yeah. my computer is with me everywhere. Like, it's like my, we are one. Um, yeah. So I work from home. I have to mm -hmm. be in Toronto often. So that's why I'm going back in November as well. But that's something that I try to be very like, right. make it really like a comfortable space. Like I've had to work from all kinds of remote areas. So my computer, right, like, you know, just the sound system and all that has right. to be perfect. Mm -hmm. But those are those are my rituals other than mm, what else would it be? No, I think it, it's that it's like looking at my space, appreciating my space, knowing that I'll be back or hoping that I'm back. Um, necklace, Arthur and a good shoppers run. Mm -hmm. I'm the same as you at the shoppers run. I go every single time I'm on a trip, I go to shoppers and get all my like little travel essentials yeah. and usually the day before. Yeah. And you know what? I don't stress a lot. Like some of my friends are like, oh my God, I forgot my like really nice bikini or I didn't bring pajamas. It's like, awesome. Buy a new one where you're at. Like bring the pajamas yeah. from, you know, Jamaica. <laughs> like that's like your, like I didn't bring pajamas yeah. to Africa. Look how cute those are. 
they have like little elephants yeah so yeah cute like it's kind of the best yeah excuse to forget stuff because then you're like well i have to go shopping Krista, do you want to do the rapid fire questions? Sure. Okay, so fiction or nonfiction? Nonfiction for sure. Mm. Morning bird or night owl? Night owl. How do you start your day? Coffee, 100%. Um... Wake up, stare at the ceiling for a solid five. Um, I do look at my phone. So for those that are following the instructions that we shouldn't, um, don't listen to me. I scroll for a bit. Um, I did a digital cleanse. So typically what I look at is like, it's pretty, pretty good for the soul and heart. Like if it doesn't align with me, I like unfollow quite a bit. Yeah. And then coffee right away. Mm -hmm. Nice. TV show recommendation. Do you have a genre or anything? Anything. Okay, Your Honor. Oh. Have you guys watched it? I don't. Tell me a bit about it. It sounds familiar. Uh, it's a little bit gory. Okay, there is a bit of blood. I'm not one to watch like anything like guns blood. I don't like it. But this one touches on so many social issues, heart issues. Like the character development is incredible. The editing is incredible as well you two would enjoy it so much um but it is there is like blood and the justice system and yeah. how like failed it is right now okay. um it's in louisiana it takes place in louisiana oh. also for a number two because this was a hard one the bear do you girls watch the oh, bear yes. oh yes i love oh, it i heard about it it's so good loved it yeah i can't so watch well that one right before bed though because the energy is so frenetic I, I need know. to like I can't watch it after dinner because my body starts going like <laughs> yeah yeah no same we usually watch it and then we watch like something light after like modern family or like yeah, yeah. Grace and Frankie that I love but, but I had the same as you Didi I was like oh my god Simon like I am wired like yes, there's no way I can I get sleep after so that. wired from that show yeah yeah so ba based on your job I feel like I need to ask you like top three films oh my god okay so i love pedro almodovar yeah. um so i'll give you my favorite so watch volver it's called okay. it's called v-o-l-v-e-r volver mm -hmm. um i loved a film named cold war it's black and white these are all kind of indie i know i'm being like a little film snob but i really am not like, i love I also, it i also love bridesmaids you know so <laughs> yeah it's kind of like you can do i would say volver by pedro Almodovar, a spanish um filmmaker freaking awesome director then cold war and then the third oh my god the holiday for sure oh <laughs> <laughs> i do have a side <laughs> that is so awesome <laughs> Yeah, I feel so good after I watch The Holiday or even like Home Alone. Yeah. Okay, this is one last little fun fact about me. I had never seen snow before I moved here. And so when I, or like to Canada. So when I moved, like my mom was like, it's going to be cold. It's going to be snow. You're not going to look cute. You're going to have to wear jackets. You're very fashionable. Like you're not going to love that part of it. And I'm like, no, mom, like I'm going to be fine. So anyways, um, I thought I was convinced that, that, snow was gonna look like home alone like when it just like snows and it's really cute and, yeah. and then the next day you like make snow angels and then it's like gone um no it lasts no. six months and you don't look cute no. <laughs> at all 
no like at all there is no cute winter attire like in the maritimes i feel like you just can't look cute in the winter in toronto yes maybe but in new brunswick i'm like no i'm like give me the combat boots like i'll carry the shovel or whatever you call it and then like i look like a like a snowman and like puffy stuff (laughs) yeah true can't get around it no okay finish this sentence i feel most alive when when I'm in love. Mm, I like that. Do you prefer hot or cold vacations? No, I do think I love a, a cold vacation or like, yeah, like I don't I don't love being like super hot and then your hair's like all like frizzy and stuff. I don't like that. Yeah, that's the same as me. Like when I thought of that question, I was like thinking about how I hate hiking when it's really hot outside. And I get all like, like I'm just dripping in sweat and feeling so gross. Like I would way rather hike in like the rain or in like fall or early spring or even like go snowshoeing in the wintertime. But I hate hiking when I'm so hot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm like fall all the way. I mean, pretty classic, but like I'm fall all the way. I don't even get hungry when it's really hot. Like it's funny because people often ask me here like oh my god you moved to Canada like is the weather like the bit like was that super hard and like no like I mean mid-February when you're like I still have another two months of this and it's dark like it's not amazing yeah but like the whole like one season summer that we have here I can do it like I wouldn't know what I would get excited for like I love getting excited for the seasons yeah me too so I think I do prefer I do prefer the cold. You, Krista? I'm a hot girl. You're a hot girl? Like, but <laughs> yeah. like hot, hot, hot? Or like? No, not, not, a, not like definitely hot. Uh, I, but I, I think because it is predominantly cold in Nova Scotia, where I live most of the time, when I go away, I seek warmer slash better weather. Mm. Yeah, fair. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Okay, but. You're turning the rapid fire on yeah. us now. So like, <laughs> we gotta we gotta finish. This is the final one. So finish this phrase. Adventures are important to me because I'm alive. And it's I've realized how small my world is. Mm. Like yeah. every time I explore something or someplace or a new person or a new friend, whatever you want to call it, I'm like everything is a door like our worlds we get so used to like what we're working towards and the next thing or like our routine even if our jobs are super exciting and we all have exciting jobs we're constantly in that bubble so you meet someone else and you're like oh my god man I didn't even think about that like that's a door like so it makes you realize how small your world is and how large it can be and I love how you just started that off with like I'm alive. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So, so basic yet so profound because yeah. it's a fact we don't, we take, we can take for granted. Yeah. Totally. Totally. And I think something about exploring too, people tend to have this misconception that it has to do with like traveling and money and glamorous exploring. Cause I get this a lot. I'll- the time they're like you're 31 like how are you doing all this it's like it doesn't have to be this glamorous thing 
You no. can literally get in a bus, go two hours somewhere, yeah. and you're it's an adventure and you're exploring. Yeah. And if your priority is also exploring, then you just make less trips to the mall or to like fancy restaurants a month. Like yeah. I think exploring is like once you get into it, then it becomes a priority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing all this with us yeah. and being here today. So Thank fun you, to see girls. your face. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you're home talking to us from Ecuador. Like, that's so cool. You guys did me a favor, too, by asking me all those questions that make me ask myself things. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 You never know. And you're in the spot. I feel like I've talked to so many people about hard ventures. I've been like sending the link to so many of my friends. I went to the retreat and they were, yeah, I went to the retreat and I'm like, oh my God, like it was so fun. Like I met some cool people and I'm getting more into the retreat world myself, even though my Mm -hmm. mom's been doing it. Like now I want to participate in as many of them as I can. I think this will be my new work way of traveling. So um, yeah, like I'll, I'll definitely like share the link and the hard ventures. Oh my goodness. So good to meet you. Nice to meet you too. Hopefully in person soon. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, enjoy your time back home. Thanks girls. Enjoy your time in beautiful Nova Scotia. You will. Thank you. (laughs) Bye. 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 Thanks for being here with us today. Just so you know, subscribing to our podcast is like joining us on a journey, ensuring that you never miss a story. It's free and it's easy to do. So do it now. Keep exploring, keep creating, and most importantly, keep believing in the power of adventure. Bye.